Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Razaban IFL TV proudly sponsored by Everlast. Uh, with me, as always, delighted. Uh, the knowledge Spencer Ferron. Spence, good to see you. Uh, how are we doing? I'm really good. Even better for speaking to you, Raz. I pray everything's good. Your end, I pray that you had a a really, really good, um, a really, really good bank holiday. Absolutely, no. It was great, great, great. We spent a bit of time in Birmingham, Boatsy show, but uh, back home now for a couple of days before we go again. Um, yeah, let's let's start off. Let's start off overseas today, um, Spence. Um, we saw. Arguably one of the top fighters in the world in, in Sal Canelo Alvarez taking on Britain's very own John Ryder. A gutsy, brave performance. Uh, a fighter showing us exactly how you leave it all in the ring. Everyone thought John was out in those early rounds. And he, yeah, he went on to win a couple of more rounds. But ultimately, he's, he's faced one of the great fighters of our, our generation. Just your overall assessment on, on Canelo and John Ryder. Um Forget about Canelo. Canelo, Canelo does Canelo, right? Canelo's a, a great fighter. Over the last decade, he's been a top five pound for pound easy, right? Um, let's talk about John Ryder. And let's give John Ryder all the credit in the world for getting busted up, getting bruised up, and nobody would have complained if Tony Sims would have pulled him out after eight rounds. Nobody would have complained if John Ryder, um, after taking some horrible, sickening body shots, hard shots to to the nose, which which broke his nose, um, he it was it was bleeding, and then the blood was curdling, and he was swallowing his own blood as well, and he carried on fighting. John Ryder is the epitome of true British grit, and that guy. Nothing but praise and admiration for him. Someone who's taken his lumps and his bumps and he could have easily quit, right? Where well, we've seen other people in their corners are making excuses for him. No, this man, John Ryder, did none of those things, right? John Ryder is, is the epitome of bulldog spirit. Seriously. 
right? And he should he should re-nickname himself now and stop being called the gorilla and, and be called the, the bulldog because what I saw on the weekend was incredible. And props to John Ryder. I've known him for years. Really, really good guy. Really nice human being. Um, yeah, last time I saw it was at the Creed Premier. He was at the Creed Premier as well. So, I mean, big up John Ryder, man. Just, um, that was amazing. Like, I had a feeling, like me and Tony was going on this. I, I said, Tony, I got a feeling this fight could go punch. And, like, Tony was like, yeah, but, you know, six rounds. And no one would have, no one would have complained if it went six rounds. So, props to John Ryder. Incredible performance. Incredible performance. Uh, there's a lot to go through, but just a question on on Canelo, um, Spence. I mean, I'm trying to think of the, the right way to ask this question, but is he coming towards the end of his career? Did you see signs of that? I heard John Ryder say that, um, like he's like he believes that John Ryder. John Ryder was saying that he believes that Canelo's past his peak. I think John Ryder is saying that he's showing amazing humility, right? Because I saw John Ryder do some very smart te tactical stuff in there, especially from his southpaw position, like um, how he would how he would he would pivot over on his on his right leg, spin his body, throw a, throw a left uppercut, right hook. He, John Ryder did some really really good stuff in there, you know, really good stuff. No, I don't think Canelo's coming to his end. I, I don't. Um, I think John Ryder's actually put himself down by saying that. I think John Ryder just acquitted himself brilliantly. Um, where other people have been in our situation are being stopped, right? Or they've really got into their show. We saw, like, a lot of people were trying to accuse um, Billy Joe Swanson of quitting. A lot of people said, like, um, Callum Smith went into his show after the body attack by Canelo. I don't think John Ryder should... And John Ryder has lost to both of those guys, right? John Ryder has been... He's, he's been a little bit too humble. No, I don't believe that Canelo is... Is Canelo was on the slide at all? I don't. What I saw on the weekend, I just saw like he was in with a very, very tough guy, and that's what happens when he's in there with tough guys. They usually go late. They usually go points. John Ryder acquitted himself far better than so many guys who have been in there with Canelo. So, like I said, uh, I don't think Canelo was on the slide at all. Moving back over here to the UK, we saw um, Joshua Boatsy return to the ring after a long absence. Obviously, teaming up with. Sky again and 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 making his debut with boxer and Ben Shalom. When I spoke to him after, I asked him if he was disappointed with his with his with his win uh, and victory, and he wasn't disappointed because ultimately he got the win. But had the knockout come, he goes, "Yeah, I would have loved to have got the knockout." Is that fair? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this thing 100, right? And if I'm Ben Shalom, and if I'm the guys at Sky. Yeah, over the two recent signings, I will be pissed off. I'm telling you as it is. Because Lawrence Coley did not deliver in his last fight, right? And and Joshua Boatsy didn't didn't deliver on on the weekend. And 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 these are two men who I speak to regularly. And let me regularly, I mean regularly. But I have and I've said the same thing to them. Right, uh, I said more, I said on camera to to Lawrence Coley. I said down the phone yesterday to Joshua Boatsy. Right, but what I am saying is I know that there's a lot more to come from both gentlemen. But Joshua Boatsy, that was a lackluster performance to the untrained eye. If you're trained, and as you like, I live on watching fifties and, and and forties fights. I live on it. That's my passion. 
But I saw some lots of good things in them from Joshua Boatsy. And I mean a lot of good things. Uh, a lot of good things on like, like with with the parrying was very with the parrying with using the two hand parries, the two hand parries and then then triggering out shots. That's something that Shaw Robinson used to do. Um I know Virgil Virgil Hunter is an avid fan of the great Sugar Ray Robertson and Virgil Virgil Hunter also studies a lot of old school fires. If we look at the team behind Joshua Boatsy, right? Joshua Boatsy now is learning at a high octane level of professional boxing with Virgil Hunter. Virgil Hunter has never been that aggressive, man. Go out there and knock this guy out, kind of guy. He hasn't been. It's always been technical. Look to find the shots. Look, look for openings, create openings, stab to the chest with the jab, come over the top of the right hand and follow through the left hook, then be back on your jab, right? Catch, you know what I mean? Um, catch the right hand with your left hand, fire back with your with your right hand, then come back with your left hook, then then push back with your jab, and then find your balance and find your find your stableness and your stability in your stance. This is usually how Virgil Hunt trains his fires, and I believe that Joshua Boatsy has adapted that. But the thing that has made Joshua Boatsy so enjoyable to watch in the past is his tenacity. Right, and he's brazenness to be in punching range, but throw back shots. But when he does that, then someone like me will phone him and go complain. What are you doing? Taking these unnecessary shots every time you get a punch in the head is one less out of your career. You know what I mean? So, but I know for certain, if I was Ben Shalom, I wouldn't be happy with that performance. And I'm saying this because I want to see better from Joshua Boatsy. Right? Um, what I've noticed with people like. Joshua Boatsy, who are deeply religious, deeply spiritual. Or somebody like Lawrence O'Connor, who is deeply philosophical. What happens is when you get to those levels, I'm not saying that you don't want it in the boxing ring, but I know like you are serving a bigger purpose. But if you're serving a bigger purpose, then don't box. Do you know what I'm trying to say to you? Don't box. Go serve, go, go and help do, do your missionary work or something else like that but for people who are paying to watch boxing who are sitting down to watch boxing who are there to be entertained hence why sky will break the bank to get you on their platform right that performance was subpar but i understand why it is subpar okay you didn't fight for a year and um johnny also was on our show yesterday on the fighters right and saying that guy who who um who joshua Bates was fighting was did his best to survive right throughout there. He said he's never seen somebody be so animated about losing a fight. He was happy just to go the distance and get the loss. But I'm going to be real. Let's say we gave that same particular opponent to someone like Anti Yard, there'd be uproar and complaints because we'd be expecting Anti Yard to bang that guy out. And I believe that Anti Yard would have banged that guy out, right? Um, even. Um, Dan Aziz, who is really getting excellent momentum, right? And should never be overlooked because this guy is the, our British boxing's new age Marvin Hagler, and he's a throwback to the late 70s and 80s, just in how he prepares, just how he fights, and his mindset. So I'm saying, if I was Joshua Boatsy, I would say, 
that you've done some very good things in that in that fight. You did some very, very good technical mm-hmm. things, but this is an entertainment business. And if it's an entertainment business, then the people are here to be entertained. So and, um just a couple of points that you made. Do we also have to consider that obviously both Lawrence and Joshua Boatzi have been out of the ring for a long period of time? Nobody cares about that. I'm sorry, they don't but, care. But, about but, but Spence, Spence, do you know this better than anybody? When you're not fighting regularly every six months or five months, it can affect performances. You know, Joshua Boatzi got in the ring after a year, Lawrence Okoli after a year almost as well. That has an effect on performance, no? Most definitely, but I'm I'm not speaking as Spencer Fair and your Reggie, you know what I mean, or, or Unks, right? I'm not speaking as that. I'm speaking as I have to be, I have to be subjective. And I have to be subjective in the fact that that is not good enough. And I want these guys to say this, because when I say these things, people, oh, I'm having a goal. No, because you know why? Because I want you to do better. You know what I mean? I want you to do better. Um, and I believe that Joshua Boatsy will come and, 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 and do better. But um, yeah, this not fighting regularly. They, every those guys they've had their one fight where they could we could blame it on that. You ain't fought in that time, right? As we know, Lawrence Okoli is out um end of this month against Chris Bill and Smith. And I'm gonna tell you this now: Lawrence Okoli better not make this fight go points. I'm telling you this now: he better not make this fight go points, right? I've told him in his face, he better not. Right? You're fighting a man on his home ground as well. All he's got to do, and I'm, I'm telling you, the te- I'm telling you, I know exactly, Chris Billy Smith throws three, four punches. Shane McGregor, I know how Shane McGregor changed his fighters. Very similar to Adam Booth. Very similar in their fighting styles of how they do. Right? The, he'll get his guys to throw jab, one-two hook, move off. You know what I mean? Right hand, left hook, move off. Everything's on the moving off. If they can do that and, and throw... Three or four of those clusters in 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 each round. If Chris Bruce could do that three or four times in each round, right? And Lawrence is putting forward and pouring with a jab, right? And not connecting a knockout blow. He could be hitting him, but not knocking him out. I'm telling you, those rounds are gonna go to Chris Brinner Smith. I'm telling you this now. Right? So Lawrence, he's on the sugar hill. So sugar hill better sweeten him up. When I spoke to Lawrence on the weekend, he said, Listen, I'm not gonna talk too much. I've had, a, I've had a week or so off. I've gone back into camp. I don't have to shred a lot of weight. I've got 12 rounds under my belt. All I'm going to say is going to be violent and I'm going to make a statement. Is that what you want to hear from Lawrence? Yeah, one million percent, that's what I want to hear. Right, one million percent, that's what I want to hear. And and, I, and I hopefully when he said it, I didn't see the interview. Hopefully um, when he said it, there was conviction and he means it. Um, I, yeah, and trust me, I'm telling you this now. Before I was looking at, ah, oh, this is a foregone conclusion kind of fight. But I am telling you now that Lawrence O'Coley better put in that work. Because I know that Chris Billy Smith is coming in to put that work in. I spoke to Ben Chilom after the Joshua Boatsy's performance. And I said, what's next for Joshua? And he said, listen, there's, we want nothing else. We want the big fights. I said, give me the names. Who are they? They want the Anthony Yard fight next. Big well, fight. Stop for a second. Tell, listen, listen. Tell them to stop calling it Anthony Yard. Right? I'm going to keep this thing 100. Let, let... Um, um, Joshua Boatsy build up himself to go do what he has to go and do. Let him build up himself. I know Andy Yard's got a comeback fight um, next month, I believe, right? Um, let them build, let them build to go get that fight where they say, we want that fight next. Has Ben Shalom got any rights to Anthony Yard? 
Last I heard, um, Bubba Tundi Ajayi was his manager and he's got a promotional contract with Queensbury and Frank Warren. So when they say, like, obviously, and this is no disrespect to, to um, Joshua Boatsy, in that situation there, anti Yard is a star. Irrespective of him coming second best in his, in his, in his, you know what I mean, in his, in his last fight against uh, Betabiev, right? Anti Yard is a star, right? So, Boxing ain't just about getting in the ring and fighting and doing that. You got to bring something, right? Now, let's just be real. You got Sky TV, which is a massive platform, but what else are you bringing to the table? What, what, what? Exactly. So when they say that's the fight they want next, why are they calling, this is what I'm trying to say, why are they calling Anti Yard's name? You got Dan Aziz there as a European champion. Why are you, you mean, what's going on there? I'm just saying. Surely, now surely, that would be an easier fight to make. Spence, but in fairness, Ben Shalom did also at the time mention that Dan Aziz fight is there as well. But we That's know right. as fans, as fans, we want to see those rivalries and those fights that haven't happened, that, that should have happened. You know, your yeah. argument should have happened a while and, ago. And I, believe, and, I believe, and I believe that that fight will happen, but know who the A side will be in that fight. And the A side would actually be um, would be anti Yard in that fight. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to be real with you now. Anti Yard is the one that brings people talk about anti Yard. We come back on the next yeah, like I was there the, the next day. No one went talking about Boatsy. Was anybody talking about him? And if they were, they were talking about him negative. I'm just being real. You know what I mean? And that's not slant on, on Joshua Boatsy before people want to try to twist up anything. I just that I'm just being real. Let's move over to uh, the heavyweight division, Spence. I know you, you've you got some good relationships there with the Fury camp. You've got good relationships with Anthony Joshua as well. He looks like he's not going to fight this summer. Eddie Hearn wants him to fight. I'm not sure whether that's them just saying it, but it looks like Saudi Arabia could actually happen. He's been open about it. He's done some written interviews as well. Uh, I spoke to your man, Derek Chisora, and he said, Forget the summer fights. I'm, I don't know if you saw the interview. Forget the summer fights. It's big fights, 150 million pounds or, or dollars each for each fighter if they fight in December. Just your overall opinion. I hope that they do happen. Um, I hope they do happen. I would have loved to have seen the fact that Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder, if they got on, there'd be some form of war tower there. Um, I can't see Usyk and Fury happening in December. Um, like, know that you saw um, our interview that we did with 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 John Fury. Um, so I can't I can't see that happening. Um, but I sit down. Sometimes getting a little bit bored of this kind of thing. To tell you the honest truth, it is. It's like I'm getting bored. I'm getting bored of it. Especially like I cannot think back to the heavyweight division where fights have not happened, right? Because from when me growing up and watching, like, clearly right throughout late 70s, 80s, the fights that were meant to happen, they happened, right? So, especially, like, with Saudi involved as well, Skill Challenge, Amir, Prince Khalid, Derek Cesora, make this thing happen, bro. But right, that's what I'm waiting for. And I, I just can't, I'm just going to be real with you. I can't, I cannot, I cannot see it. I can't see, I can't see Fury Usyk happening. But I could see Deontay Wilder 
and Anthony Joshua happening, but I can't see Usyk and Fury happening. Just finally, just to end, I'm not sure if you saw the article that came out earlier this week, um, Thomas House, where he wrote that the best thing that Anthony Joshua can do is retire from boxing. Obviously, Thomas is a well-respected journalist, been around a long time and covered some huge fights over the over the last few decades. Just your your reaction to that, um, Spence? I, I remember getting in trouble when I was when I was at Sky for me accusing Thomas Hauser of being a nut job, right? <laughs> I just said on IFL, right? I did. I, I accused him of being a nut job. Now listen to what I said to you, right? I do respect Thomas Hauser. You know what I mean? He did the he did the Muhammad Ali biography. You know what I mean? I do respect him. Right, but on the on the on the same time as this, it's like you're not in a position to say that Anthony Joshua should retire. I would I would get it if we looked at Anthony Joshua and saw Anthony Joshua being this shock worn, wear down boxer who is taking unnecessary punishment and and simply scraping through fights. Right, he lost to Usyk, who's gonna go down as an all time great. I'm telling you this now. Right. No shame in that, right? He lost to Andy Ruiz in which he revenged and got the in the rematch, he, he got the revenge to become a two-time heavyweight champion of the world. How can we turn around and tell a man like Anthony Joshua that he should retire? That's the best thing that he should do. He should retire. I think Thomas Howes is just bored and wants something to, 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 to write about. Yeah, okay. There were things in the... Uh, Franklin fight that I was looking for Anthony Joshua to do. He didn't do it, right? But that's me being really, really greedy and putting a weight of expectation onside Anthony Joshua's shoulders, right? And I'm going to reiterate this again for everyone go, but you said if he goes six rounds, goes past six, you retire. Yeah, I did say that. But that was more out of motivation, right? And like the, the easiest scenario I could say to you is like if Liverpool up against Scunthorpe United, Scunthorpe United, I'm expecting for Liverpool to brush them 10 0. And if they don't brush them 10 0, they should give out all their all of the trophies that they got in their cabinet. Right? It didn't go there. But can I see that Anthony Joshua is actively trying to work on things? Yes, I do. Do I think that there's mental demons there and scarring there um, in Anthony Joshua um, from coming second best two times to Usyk? One million percent I do. Right? But you know what? Now, he's around killers. And sometimes he's going to take that little switch for the killer to start coming out. And I think Anthony Joshua still has an opportunity to become a world champion again. It is down to Anthony Joshua to believe that he wants to become world champion again. And as my brother from my love and mother, Baba Tundi Ajayi keeps on saying, dream it, believe it, become it. It is down to Anthony Joshua to visualize, to materialize these things happening and work towards his goal. Just like the man on my T-shirt right here, sorry, my hoodie right here, the Honourable Marcus Garvey said, God and nature first made us who we are. Then out of our own creative genius, we make ourselves who we want to be. Follow that great law. Put God and the skies as our limit and eternity our measurement. And on that note, I'm saying to you, Raz from IFL, peace, two fingers, I'm out. I'm saying to Anthony Joshua, I'm saying to Joshua Boatsy, I'm saying to Lawrence Okoli, Go out there and grab this thing with two hands. He's two fingers I'm out. Love. Spencer Ferron, IFL TV. Thank you very much. Sports Social Podcast Network.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.